Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are off and running on a day is today. Wednesday. 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 It is a Wednesday. That is Sean King. He's a Super Bowl champion getting us ready for the Super Bowl Rams and Bengals less than two weeks away. Going to have a Hall of Famer join the show in just a little bit. Not too shabby. Yeah, man. Warren Moon going to join us. The Moon Man. He's actually in town. He's a, we'll, we'll let him tell you about what he's doing I grew doing up here. wanting to throw the ball like him. Yeah? I never quite got there, but I created like my own niche, but probably one of the most beautiful throwers of the football I've ever seen. Well, you clearly needed to go play in Canada first, and that's where you would have molded your craft like Warren Moon. Yeah. I wonder uh, if I could have won five great cups. <laughs> too good, but. Well, you never know. Well, he went to college in Washington. I went to college in Louisiana. There you go. Slightly different weather difference. You and Flutie Flakes, or him and Flutie Flakes yeah. up there north of the border, winning great cups. But uh, looking forward to that. Tim Kirkchen, uh, a Hall of Famer also as guy. well. That's my guy. That's my guy, man. BBWAA Award Career Excellence Award this year. So he'll be at Cooperstown later on this summer. He is here in town uh, doing an event with his son, who's actually – uh, a local radio personality here in Las Vegas. So they're going to join us in studio later on this hour. We'll get the latest on what exactly is going on with the labor discussions and, and all of that. We'll have some fun, though, with Tim. So when I first got well. to ESPN, me and Tim, that was my buddy, man. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. loves to play hoops. Yeah. I didn't play hoops. You know, I kind of was like anti-competitive sports. Yeah, you were good for a little bit? Yeah. You were fresh yeah, off. I didn't want to of- get hurt, you know. I made it through a whole career, so. <laughs> but that's my guy, like. So I got a fun. Yeah, story. I don't think you'd ever met a football guy that, that knew everything about like baseball. You're a big bit. You love baseball. You I love play everything, baseball. man. I love everything. Well, uh, you know, you shout out to Barry's too. We went and had dinner myself. Yeah, you're gonna fall Tim, asleep over Kenny there. Kenny White. Oh man. Yeah, you gotta. We gotta get you. Shoot. We gotta get you a couple. Cup Matter of fact, can somebody in the back please make me a hot coffee? I know I normally get iced coffee on the show, but I think I need the hot variety this, today. <laughs> so we got a loaded show. Kenny will join us as well. Uh, later on in the show, and uh, we'll talk to Danielle Alvari. Uh, Danielle Alvari, of course, uh, used to be the co-host of uh, My Guys in the Desert with me uh, about a year plus ago, and uh, primetime action. Now she's doing her thing on the L.A. City Cast, and we got to have her on because we have a huge college basketball game tomorrow night with UCLA visiting 
Arizona. So we will preview that later on in the show. I know you always give me grief because I don't give you credit, right? I always give credit to our uh, to our guests who come through with picks. But I just want to point out that my man right here, Mr. Sean King, rolled with the Edmonton Oilers last night. Yeah, never in doubt today, even though they they blew a, a three goal lead, lead. They, but came back. They five win. three. Yeah. You bet against my Caps. I won't hold against you. And they bad win spot for the Caps. five to three, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, they were coming off the win over the Pittsburgh Steel, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins, and uh, Alex Ovechkin tested positive for COVID today. That helped. So that does help. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately, Ovechkin won't be here in Las Vegas this week for the All Star Game. He will be uh, at home in isolation. By the way, just underway. Uh, my Marquette Golden Eagles. We've uh, we've made up. We hugged. We made up. I apologized. To Shaka Smart. To you roll entire, with Shaka tonight. Entire Golden Eagle okay. uh, fans, and uh, we'll see. Shaka. As the young kids say, you're Gucci. This isn't like the Villanova of the last. I hope you're right. Yeah, There's yeah. revenge on their mind, and our, our good friend Kenny White, uh, who will join us later, uh, is, he's a big believer of the revenge factor. So, you know, a couple weeks ago, Villanova went, uh, Marquette went to Villanova, beat the uh, beat. Uh, Villanova in Philadelphia. You like that? Make them shot clock violation. There we go. Good, Marquette on defense. good start. Three to nothing. Yeah. End the game now. We're good. We're good. good. End the game now. I also really liked Vanderbilt. Yes, you did. I, cover the points. I had it written down here. I was going to yeah. do this whole elaborate thing. Okay, my you, bad. You, you said I'll be quiet. Vanderbilt, take the points against yep. Kentucky. Coming off of the emotional big-time win over Kansas. And Kentucky wins. But Vanderbilt covers 77 to 70. The final, uh, any number that you played on uh, Vanderbilt comes home. So well done there. And then we're waiting it out here. Two minutes to go at the Garden. Memphis taking on the Knicks. And you liked Memphis. Memphis coming uh, off of a loss against Philadelphia on this road trip. You said it's not going to be two in a row for John Company. And right now they lead by nine. Uh, do the Grizzlies. So hopefully the Grizzlies. What this game close at? Memphis? Four. Minus four. Yeah, I ended up. I played it. I yeah. followed you. Yeah, like y'all on the big stage like that. Like they're got those guys are ready to play. Like Memphis is more like a old school NBA basketball team. Like you don't get as many emotional ups and downs as you do with the majority of the teams in the league now. You got to figure out, you know, is the baby mama yelling at one of the key players, or you know, it's so much stuff that gets these guys <laughs> mentally. You know, discombobulated. Memphis kind of a throwback. And Jaw on this kind of stage, you could depend on him to show He's actually up. been struggling here in the second half, but they uh but they're are holding their own. They're up nine right now at halftime. Uh real quickly, we do have a halftime score, big time game. Illinois and Wisconsin. By the way, Marquette, Marquette's up seven zero too. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. End the game now. <laughs> We're good. I took the points with Marquette. This would be nice. It would be a nice Hold on. You took Marquette money line? Uh, I took four and a half. Oh my with Marquette. Gosh. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You so what did you so you have always told me, right? Well, if it's under five in football, you just gotta take the money line. Right. What did you do for Big King's best bet over the weekend? Yeah, but that was different. Why is that different? Because it was a championship you, round of the NFL playoffs. So not different. Yes, it was. You took the points wisely. And right. it worked to your advantage. But again, we're talking. We'll see how this plays out. I love the way Marquette's starting up 10 to 2. Keep it going there. Golden Eagles. Let's get this done, Marquette. You're welcome. 
You know, you, you did have You're to welcome. talk me Yeah, I pushed you back you to where you, I slid you back now, I was to on, the side of the room with the kids to get straight A's. Now, I was on Marquette. So over, you're an impressionable young man. So you weekend. had started to want to, you know, come to class late, you know, sit in the back and joke around when you're really a brainiac. So all I did was move your desk back to you, the smart kid side of the room. You told me to go back try to, to where I, I started the year. Yeah, that's not Marquette. my opinion. Shaka as a, a, a dog. That's you. That's me. Right. So all I did was reset you. So we'll get there. You know how sometimes your phone starts acting up, you have to hit the reset button. That's true. Yeah, that's all I did. That's true. And I did take him over the weekend. They were able to get there against Providence. Basically, well, I'm your life coach. Pretty much need to be. Yeah. Because uh, if anyone watched last night, I, I needed a life coach. Yeah, I'm your life coach. So, all right. I think I can fix you. I don't know about Nikki Pats and Aaron and the crew <laughs> behind the deal, but I know I can fix you. Uh, I did want to bring this up. Illinois and uh, Oak, uh, Wisconsin right now. Uh, at the half in Champaign, 42 to 38, entertaining first half. Illinois went off as a seven-point favorite, pretty big number, uh, but they had a big run there at the end of the first half. And the second half line gets it right back to the pre-flop line because it's Illinois minus three in the second half. They went off as a seven-point favorite. How about Kofi Coburn in the first half, Sean? Ten of twelve from the field, seven boards, twenty points. He is uh, dominating. The Badgers down low, and uh, Jordan and Johnny Davis uh, right now nine boards for one of the possible Player of the Year candidates uh, in Johnny Davis. Thirteen points, only three of nine from the field. So Illinois is going to cover comfortably, but Wisconsin just going to die slow. Like the little hedgehog came out today, saw a shadow. So it's six gonna, more weeks of winter. Yeah, so stay cold. So you know they're a little depressed, but they're going to fight to about the four or five minute mark, and the Illinois going to pull away. Well, Illinois will end up covering that game comfortably. 42 to 38 right now. So clearly you are recommending to our listeners yeah. to lay the three in the second half. Absolutely. All right, there you go. Never in doubt. Well, what was in doubt, it felt like, was the future of Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Wow. And on my way to work today, yeah. get a little notification from the Twitter sphere. He is coming back. Yeah. To Ann Arbor. I want I, I really would be fascinated in some of these situations if you could do like what what's the uh, HBO show? Like a hard knocks, mm -hmm. but make it about the coaching search. Mm. And let's That'd really like peel back the curtain. Okay, at the last minute, why does Harbaugh decide to go back to Michigan as after taking the Vikings job? So after publicly it looks like Leftwich and Jacksonville have agreed to make Byron the next head coach of Jack. What happened? Like, I, that'd be so fascinating to watch. And I think it'd be good for the NFL. If, you know, like they said, they think that Brian Flores is, you know, lawsuit is without merit. Mm -hmm. You know, a great way to kind of be transparent is to, we already do reality TV as it pertains to players losing their jobs, you know, players you know, in their pursuit to try and make the team, let's do it and have it revolve around the coaching search. So Courtney Cronin covers the Vikings for ESPN, and I thought this was a pretty interesting tweet. He said, my read on Harbaugh Vikings situation in speaking with sources, Harbaugh was in the mix for Minnesota job because of his connection with the new GM, mm -hmm. uh, Adolfo Mensa is his last name, he operated under the assumption that the job was his and prepared for the interview as such. 
The Vikings saw this very differently and not as a slam dunk, as a source put it to me. The way they felt Harbaugh viewed the situation coming in Wednesday, there was no offer extended. This isn't necessarily a matter of who said no to who, but two sides that did not align on the nature of what the in-person meeting was all about. Yeah, but again, that's the Vikings' fault. Like, they're, that's, they're the stupid side in this. It's kind of Like, stupid. I mean, why does Harbaugh even have to interview? His resume speaks for itself. Either you want Harbaugh or you don't. Like, that's one of the biggest issues with these franchises in the NFL. They get so focused on this interview. You know who we want? And we don't want it. We want to interview him. We want his great knowledge. How about a Hall of Famer? Warren Moon. He'll join us next right here on the Nightcap. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the Nightcap. It's your boy, Big Sean King, <laughs> my esteemed co host. I call him the Ginger Genius, Tim Murray. And Tim, what a time! to be in the city of Las Not Vegas. I mean, we have some college kids that are trying to realize a dream, playing in the East-West Shrine game. Good friend of mine, Marcus Brady, the uh, offensive, I think, co-coordinator, but definitely quarterback coach for the Indianapolis Colts, mm. is actually coaching, you know, one of the teams in the Shrine Bowl. Also, the NHL All-Star game is here, but most importantly, because, of course, the NFL is king. Everyone else plays <laughs> second fiddle. Please take a bow and acknowledge that football is the greatest. Uh, the Pro Bowl is in town. And as a part of these festivities, our next guest, who's very special to me. Now, you grow up and, you know, a lot of times you want to be like someone. Well, there was a young man who I desired to emulate as far as how he threw the football. And I go outside and I'd ask my dad, listen, does the ball look like Warren Moon's ball? <laughs> the most perfect spiral that I've ever seen came from the hands of our next guest, nine-time pro, ba- pro bowler, NFL Hall of Famer, Warren Moon. Welcome to the nightcap, big dog. Hey, Sean. How you doing, man? Great to, great to be on your show. It's been a while. How you doing? I'm um, excellent. I, have, how much do you get that? Because, like, people throw the ball, 
And, like, sometimes it looks nice, sometimes it doesn't. I always tell people, like, Peyton Manning, as accurate as he was, like, threw one of the ugliest footballs I'd seen. Like, it very rarely was a tight spiral, but it still got there. But you just threw this ball that seemed to, like, make time stop, and people just watched. Like, how often do people tell you how much they enjoy you throwing the football? Quite a bit, and uh, it's pretty flattering because here I am, 65 years old, and people still telling me, you know, I threw one of the best balls in in uh, in football. There was actually coaches that would stand and watch me in in pregame warmups just to just to watch me throw the football. It was kind of funny, and they would tell me after the game, you know, we watch you before before pregame warmups just to see you throw pat and go. <laughs> I'm like, oh my my god, that, that's really flattering. But yeah, I put a lot of time into that, and. Uh, um, it was something that I perfected when I was a young kid and then just got better and better as I got older. Now, Warren, you're in town for the Pro Bowl, but you do actually have an event going tomorrow. You want to let everyone know what that event is, how they can participate? Yeah, I put on a, uh, a Pro Bowl event every uh, every Pro Bowl, but I did not the last three or four years when it was in uh, Orlando, Florida. But when it was over in Hawaii, I had it over there about 15 times and it's just a a fundraiser to raise money for local charities. And this year we've uh, earmarked the, uh, the United way of Southern Nevada and all the money is going to go to their, their uh, kids programs because I'm huge into, you know, giving back to young kids because they, they deserve to, you know, have an opportunity to be successful in life, whether it's through education, whether it's through sports, whatever it might be. So that's, going to be the beneficiary but tomorrow night is the dinner it's uh, going to be at Laurie's prime rib over on flamingo road beautiful restaurant we're gonna have a great meal of prime rib and, and lobster uh, we'll have great wines we'll have a lot of uh, you know former players current players hall of fame players are going to be there players like yourself hopefully can stop by when you get done off the air um, we're going to have an, an auction, a live and a silent auction to raise money for the charity as well. We'll have magicians coming around and entertaining people. It, it's going to be a really, really fun af- affair. And, uh, we look forward to, uh, anybody and everybody that wants to come out. Uh, you can go to, uh, to the Laurie's, uh, prime rib, uh, website and uh, you can find all the information on how to get tickets. If you want to go, um, you can also go, um, to the Ebright website that says Hall of Fame, uh, Warren Moon Hall of Fame Pro Football Dinner, and you can get the uh, information there as well. So there's still there's still seats to be available. There's tables uh, we can give to different people if they uh, if they still want to come. So just uh, dial into those websites and uh, you can get all the information that you need. But uh, I'm all all about raising money for for very worthy causes and uh, also having a great time at the same time. So we're gonna have a good time tomorrow and hopefully raise a lot of money. Chatting with Hall of Fame quarterback Warren Moon, Pro Bowl this weekend, and uh, Warren next weekend, of course, the Super Bowl, and we've got the Bengals going up against the Rams. And the talk of this postseason has been this run by Cincinnati and the play of Joe Burrow, you know, watching him in his first two league, two years in the league here, Warren, and the first year, obviously uh, hampered with a, with a torn ACL. What has stood out to you about Joe Burrow? And, and is he on that rise to that elite company uh, in the NFL? You know, I'm impressed with the way as a young quarterback, he doesn't let uh, adversity mess with him. He doesn't get down on himself when things are going bad. And this kid got sacked nine times against uh, Tennessee a few weeks ago, and you'd never know it in the fourth quarter, the way he brought his team back 
uh, from behind and won that football game. Same thing in Kansas City last week. You know, one of the one of the uh, toughest environments to play on the road, and you're and you're 18 points down in the second half, and you find a way to bring your team back against a Patrick Mahomes-led team. So, the the kid really shows a lot of swagger. He shows a lot of calmness. Reminds me a lot of a Tom Brady, his style of play. But I think he's much more talented than Tom than Tom is at this stage of his career. He's only in his second year, and not even his full second year. So. Sky's the limit for this guy, and, and I just love the way he plays the game right now. You know, Warren, it's so interesting because his counterpart, you know, kind of is, in my opinion, changing the narrative, you know, about him and his career. You know, so many times we close the book on guys in that league, and then they get a change of scenery, and they really blossom. Tell me what you think about Matthew Stafford and this opportunity that he's got to finally go in the, in the playoffs and, in my opinion, play on an even playing field you know, where his team has the talent if he plays at a certain level to get them to the promised land. What's, what's your thoughts on Matthew Stafford? You know, Matthew's always been one of the more talented arm talent quarterbacks in the league since he's come into the league. And, you know, when he was younger, he moved around a little bit more than he does now, but he still has uh, just a holitzer for an arm. You know, he can make all the different throws you want to make, uh, still moves around well enough in the pocket. The biggest difference is he's playing with a better football team now. He's playing with a better defense. I think he has better overall weapons on his offensive side of the ball where they can run the football as well as, as throw it on the outside with weapons there too. You know, in Detroit, he had weapons from time to time, you know, uh, whether he had Calvin Johnson, but, you know, didn't have a great running game or he'd have a nice running game and not great weapons on the outside. So, but he's always been productive since he's been in the league. Now he's just being productive on a team that's a much better football team. And because of that, uh, they're winning more football games, and here they are in the Super Bowl. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that Matt's here in the Super Bowl because when he went to the Rams, I said they've got everything that it takes now to get there. It's just a matter of him playing up to those expectations that they want him to play, and he's been doing that most of the season. You know, Warren Moon here, uh, NFL Hall of Fame. A lot of people don't know that out of Washington, Warren didn't get an opportunity to play in the NFL, and as many records as he set – Think about the six years he spent in Canada, if those were spent throwing the ball in NFL stadiums around the country. Well, Warren, as we look at the quarterback position now in the National Football League, this is going to be a fascinating offseason. And I think back to – I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I think Warren signed a five-year, $10 million deal, and it made him the highest-paid player at the time in the NFL. And, I mean, right now there are third stringers, Warren, that make $2 million a year. You know what, Sean? I keep myself in shape because I see those backups making seven million a year. I'm like, you guys can call me. I can stand over here on the sideline and, and hold a clipboard. I know that's right. Seven million dollars and be a mentor. So I'm gonna add. I'm gonna give you the name of of some quarterbacks, and you tell me will they be in the same on the same team next year? And if not, where will they be? Aaron Rodgers. You know, if he's smart, he should be on the same team next year. I don't see where he can go and be on a better football team and a better organization. Uh, but probably, I'd say it's about 70% chance he's not back with Green Bay next year. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson will not be back in Houston, I don't think. Um, I hope this whole thing gets settled. You know, sometime, uh, I suppose to go to court maybe in, in February or March. So hopefully he can get this thing behind him so he can get back in the league and play football. But I don't think he'll be back in Houston. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo will not be back in San Francisco. Um, 
there's, you know, two or three different places that he could probably go from there. Uh, Jimmy's done a great job for San Francisco for what they asked him to do. Uh, hopefully wherever he goes, he won't be asked to do much more because, you know, that's just the type of quarterback that he is. He's not a guy that's going to carry you with his arm, but, but he's smart enough to make, you know, the right decisions in the running game and, uh, and, and just keep you in football games. And lastly, Russell Wilson. Whoa, that's the big one. I think he's going to be back in Seattle. I really do. Uh, there's all this speculation about maybe he goes somewhere else. I just don't know what Seattle would get in return. And when you start talking about dealing a, a uh, you know, a Hall of Fame type quarterback, what are you going to get in return for your football team? That's my biggest problem with Green Bay. I don't think they have anybody that's ready to play right now, and I don't think they want to deal Aaron Rodgers. But because of salary cap problems, they might have to. But Russell Wilson, their salary cap situation is a little bit different in Seattle. I think they can still manage to keep him. And uh, again, you don't know what you're going to get in return, so you better keep what you have. He is Warren Moon, a Hall of Famer in both the CFL and the NFL. The only Warren. person alive. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, thanks, Warren. There he is, Warren Moon. Tim Kirkson. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Getting ready to watch the big game? We want to make sure VSIN is part of your plans. On Championship Weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on vsin.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VSIN betting experts before, during, and after the action on vsin.com. Well, how about this? We just have Warren Moon on the show, Hall of Famer, and two Hall of Fames, and now. Soon to be in Cooperstown, Career Excellence Award, Tim Kirchin, his son, Jeff Kirchin, for those in the uh, the D.C. area, or sorry, D.C. area, he's from D.C., uh, here in Vegas. You can catch him on, uh, what is it, 1027? Yep, Coyote Country, 5 morning, to 10 a.m. Morning show, you can see Jeff's eyes are starting to glaze over a little bit. He's probably <laughs> in bed, usually by this time. Uh, but Sean King here, you got a great event. We're going to talk about that event here. You guys are going to hang out, but uh, it's an absolute pleasure. And it's funny, and I was thinking about this, Tim. You know, one of the greatest baseball players of all time is not allowed in the Hall of Fame in Pete Rose because of gambling. And here we sit in this elaborate sports book in Major League Baseball, NFL, the NBA, the NHL. The all-star game for the NHL is going to be here this weekend, sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. I mean, it's, it's kind of wild how it was so faux pas, you know, the Black Sox scandal. And now here comes the, the arms around sports gambling. Right, and I unfortunately don't know anything about sports gambling. <laughs> That's okay. I, I appeared on the Daily Wager at ESPN like two weeks in a row during the postseason. I've never made a bet in my whole life. I don't even know how this works, which really hurts because you're right. Be- betting is everywhere now. It's coming into baseball much more than ever, mm-hmm. and I need to understand. Jeffrey was just showing me what a plus 475 for Cooper Cup catching a touchdown I have to ask, what does that mean? How much do you have to put down in order to win? That's how little I know, but I better learn a little more because you're right. Betting is becoming more prevalent wherever you go. Well, and it's funny, guys, because I've been saying this for a couple of years. And, and look, I'm a huge baseball fan. Uh, fun story. So Jeff, 
was an intern uh, of, wasn't an intern of mine. He was an intern for the organization that I worked for, Minor League Baseball, way back in the day. And we actually had your dad come out. He had a bobblehead, and I was doing sponsorship sales. And I walked into a high school, and I was, you know, doing my whole pitch. And I said, yeah, we have uh, bobbleheads. We got Tim Kirchin. And the guy's eyes lit up. He said, what? We got to sponsor that. So... St. John's Catholic Prep, thank you for the sponsorship of the Tim Kirchin bobblehead. <laughs> right. Back in uh, 2000, was that 2013? Right. The only bobblehead is actual size, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th that was Jeff's greatest summer, though, as a worker, because he worked with Frederick Keyes, yep. and he got to do everything. He did some post-game stuff. He worked the scoreboard. Of course, he was in the taco race a cool <laughs> sure. a few times. Sure, So... This is why we love baseball, especially on the minor league level, is you get to do everything that the organization needs you to do. And Jeffrey used to tell me, he said, I just love being at the ballpark. That's what he told me from his one year with the Keys. And that has been my whole life for the last 42 years. Yeah. I love being at the ballpark. Well, it, you got to know with minor league baseball, you better love it. All right, all right. You're going to go to commercial break. Not making any money. In order to go pull the tarp in the <laughs> middle of the game and you're the broadcaster. So you better love it. And hopefully major league baseball is listening because this is a story about someone that grew up and had a love for the game, and we are potentially on the cusp of baseball not starting on time, not spring training, not happening as it normally would. Tim, you have any updates on where they are in this labor dispute and what we can expect moving forward? Um, well, I don't have anything encouraging. <laughs> it's not very positive, right? Uh, sorry. Uh, look, we, we still have time, believe it or not. I put the drop dead date at February the 1st. Mm -hmm. We better have something in place, otherwise we're in trouble. I've moved it back now to February the 21st. But if we can get something in place by then, I think we salvage five weeks of spring training, and I think we start the season on time. The problem is we got to February 1st, and we're not even close mm -hmm. on anything. And some, some progress has been made. For, the, for instance, the union taking off the table that you can get to free. We, we need to get to free agency before six years of service time. The union said, all right, the owners are never going for that. So they took it off the table. That's good news. But we don't have nearly enough good news on the major financial issues that I am worried that we're going to start spring training late. That seems obvious now. And if we start spring training late, we might start the season late. And when you don't play 162 games, that's never good. Well, and the way that it works, you know, during COVID with the 60-game schedule is so bizarre. But clearly, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong, they need, they want to be out by the end of October, early November, right? They don't want to move the World Series any further back than it already is. No, it baseball... Sean, unlike your sport, you can't play baseball when it's freezing cold outside. <laughs> yeah. There's way too much skill involved. Football, you can. Not saying it's great playing in 28 degrees, but it's really hard to play baseball. So, yes, you don't want to go past uh, November the 1st. But if we push things back, who knows? I just have to hope and have to think there's so much money to be lost here if we don't get this in. And Let's face it, baseball is not in the greatest shape right now as far as popularity. And we just watched six of the greatest playoff games in football. I don't even understand football. <laughs> ever, since, ever since they went to the bubble screen, I don't even know what I'm watching anymore. But even I could tell those were six great playoff games in a row. And baseball has to look at this and say, we need to play because this is what yeah. people care about, the playing of the game. I do have a question. 
So as you look at the different leagues, and I think one of the things that makes football king is the fact that the season's only 17 games. So every game matters. As it pertains to baseball, how do they come up with the 162 number? Like, how did they pull this out of air to make this competitively fair and completely objective? This is the amount of games we have to play. Like, what would be the difference if it was a – 82-game season, and 41 games were before the All-Star break. Like, if they change the number, has that ever been something that's been discussed? Uh, they've talked about dropping it to 154, which it was from until 1961. Then they changed. But I personally think the 162 is perfect. Mm-hmm. This is just me, a hopeless traditionalist <laughs> about this. Sparky Anderson used to always say, when you play 162 games, there are no excuses at the end. Like, you can't ever say... Well, we ran out of time. No, with 162, there's no running out of time. I think it works best this way. We played a 60-game schedule a couple of years oh, ago yeah. because mm-hmm. of COVID, and it was fascinating. But it was still, we had you know 16 playoff teams. Like <laughs> teams under 500 are making the playoffs. That's just not the way baseball is supposed. I think the integrity of the regular season is really important. And if you win your division after 162 games, you deserve it, and you deserve a break from there, like a first-round buy or whatever. That's why I like 162. Tim Kirkson, his son Jeff, uh, in studio with us for a couple of segments. Got a great event going on, which we'll get to uh, on the other side of the break. And, you know, I've heard you, Tim, speak so highly, and I agree. There's some health right now with Major League Baseball. There's some excitement, right? You look at... Juan Soto plays for my favorite team. Please, for the love of God, don't let him go to free agency. Bye-bye. And, and then you, you got Shohei Otani. <laughs> so when you look at some of the, the the exciting young players coming up through the pipeline, where is the gate state of the game in that regard with talent? Well, that's the irony here is I've never seen over the last 10 years an influx of young, athletic, huge, talented players like we've seen. It started with Harper and Mike Trout, who basically came up at the same time. And ever since then, every year, guys are coming up from the minor leagues, and you look at Wander Franco of the, of the Tampa Bay Rays. He's this big. He's 19 years old when he made his major league debut. It's unbelievable how good, strong, and ready these guys are to play right away. The problem is the game isn't surrounding itself with all these great players, but that's not the issue. Do we have enough good players? We have way too many good players. We just, in my mind, have too many walks, Mm. too many strikeouts, too many homers, and not enough in between, so we don't see all the all-round abilities of all these great young players. Yeah, why in this labor negotiation, they need to do a little realignment and then get rid of all of the uh, where. All the, all the infielders on the one shifts. side of second base. Yeah, and to get rid of that, make it so you have to line up in a Jeff's base formation. Jeff's I feel like he knows that an answer's coming from his dad. And then they right have now. to get the uh, Dodgers and Giants out of the same division. I don't know. That that NLDS, and I yeah, know it kind of it's, took... it's unfair that, that those two teams ended up as good as they were, and then one of them was playing in the initial game. Like, yeah, that, 107 that wins, right. played yeah. 106 yeah, that, that wasn't wins, right. and one of them went home. But <laughs> to me, again, this also adds to the integrity of the regular season that you don't want to be any part of that game if you can avoid it. But this is just the way the schedule worked out. Um, As for the shift, I've come around. Mark Teixeira, who I worked with for years, really good major league player, he has convinced me that maybe this is the way to go. Just follow me here. 
Hold on. I think this is, we're going to tease this. Yes. So this is because I want to hear this. This. Is we, this is what we're going to do here. Tim Kirkson, his son, Jeff Kirkson, going to hang out for one more segment. We'll talk maybe a little bit about some of the teams we should be on an eye for who won in free agency. And of course, a big event here in Las Vegas. They want to discuss as well. So stick around. Man going into Cooperstown. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. You know that VSIN is the best place to get all your betting insights for the big game, and right now you can sign up for our free big game betting guide. The digital guide gives you trends, strategies, props to watch. And tips from our experts. Visit vcin.com slash Super Bowl to get our free uh, betting guide and get ready for biggest betting game of the year. Tim Kirkchen, Jeff Kirkchen, his son, who is a superstar here in the Las Vegas area. Morning show host. He'll be up in 14 minutes uh, as soon as this show is <laughs> over. And, uh, of course, Sean King. So we got a couple things to get to. But most importantly, let's start with this, guys, because, you know, I, I'm very appreciative of you being here, but it wasn't like, you know, hey, hey, dad, come to town and let's go on Tim's show. It's the first thing we're going to do. But you guys are here for a reason, a really important cause. So let everyone know uh, what's going on and, and why your your dad is here in Las Vegas. Well, we're doing an evening with Tim Kirkshin. Um, Unfortunately, my uncle, his brother, was diagnosed with ALS last summer, and it has been a difficult journey. And we wanted to, being so far from home, they live in Maryland, I live in Vegas, I wanted to get involved in some way to help i can't maybe take him to a doctor's appointment or help in the way my dad is helping but i reached out to the als association of nevada here in town and i said what do you need they said we have a walk next week can you host it so i'm a radio host so i said absolutely i'll do it i'll help out and then i kind of dreamt up this idea we've done this before when i was living in cleveland and kind of an evening to talk baseball with one of baseball's you know smartest minds and so we named it an evening with tim kirkshin at the space and I, I said, Dad, just come on, fly in. We'll do a night. We'll raise 100% of the proceeds, go to the ALS Association, and it's tomorrow night. Beautiful. And, and tickets I, are still available. Right. And I can't wait because I've covered baseball for 42 years, all kidding aside. And my highlight was last summer, 
I was the color analyst on the celebrity softball game, and Jeffrey, my son, <laughs> was the play-by-play guy. That's incredible. So even though it was the single worst game I've ever seen, <laughs> Sean, it was unbelievable. There were some football players in that game. I played who it. Had it's z- bad. Who had zero idea how to play softball. Not the point. The point is, I'm sitting right next to my son, who's 28 years old, and he's great at play-by-play, and he's run the whole thing. And the whole time I'm thinking, I'm not sure I could do anything as well as he's doing this right now. That's awesome. So that's why I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night, of course. We'll work with Jeff an hour together at least, and we'll hopefully raise some money for ALS. Again, my brother, my best friend, has this. It's been devastating news for us. He's doing exceptionally well under difficult circumstances. Mm -hmm. But anytime we can bring awareness to this, we have to. And uh, you want to, one more time, if they would like to participate, yeah. uh, how do they do it? They could go to thespacelv, thespacelv.com, get your tickets. Every single cent from your ticket goes as a donation. And there's a little cocktail hour, 7 to 8, and then uh, 8 o'clock we start the program. It's going to be super laid back, Q&A style, because that's the way you want it to be. When yeah. you talk sports, you don't need the formal structure. You want fans to people, because you're just talking to a kid in the candy store here. That's the thing with dad is... I've learned one thing I end every morning show with always remember to do what you love because I grew up with a dad who always did what he loved. Well, and so such a great hero and example for me. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, and he's been rewarded for it. So uh, you're headed to Cooperstown uh, this July. You and David Ortiz, one in the same. I mean, when I think David Ortiz, I think Tim Kirchin. I mean, that's just body type and all. So we saw the video of David Ortiz getting the call uh, and his family there. I think Pedro was there. I mean, it was an mm-hmm. incredible moment. What was your moment like when you got the word that you had been the uh, the recipient of the Career Excellence Award? Well, it wasn't quite the same as David Ortiz. I, <laughs> you didn't have big Dominican flags in the background like David Ortiz? Well, I, I was told the announcement would come at noon, and therefore, if I were to get the call, it would come at 1130. So I'm so nervous. I go to the grocery store, which I do like three times a day anyway, because I'm the most inefficient shopper. So I was at the Harris Teeter grocery store, and I get the call from Jack O'Connell, the secretary treasurer of the baseball writers, and I went, oh, my gosh. And I'm in line in the self-service. I'm, like, dragging a rotisserie chicken across the, you know, the this self-service aisle when I get the call, and he tells me, and I like start to cry right there in the Harris Teeter. It was so so the next day was way more important. The next day at 830 in the morning, Johnny Bench called me on the phone at my house and said, Tim, this is Johnny Bench. Welcome to the club. You're one of us now. The greatest wow. catcher of all time called me at home to congratulate me. Now, let's be clear. I'm not one of them, okay? I'm not in the club, all right? I'm a dinky little sports writer, but we have a wing over there that I'm going to have a plaque or something in. That's all. But when Johnny Bench calls you on the phone, it doesn't get much better than that. So this is what I need you guys to do. I, I, this is going to be phenomenal. I need you to call Harris Teeter. <laughs> get the video footage. And pull up the date. And go back to the video footage. Tell him you need audio as well because – the icebreaker for your induction speech is, uh, excuse me, I think uh, Major League Baseball has reached an agreement because uh, Tim Kirkson is crying at cash register four. <laughs> and the best part, you know they have cameras that are this close to your face, so, you're crying, so you don't steal anything. And I'm sure, I mean, Tim is incredibly recognizable. I mean, everybody knows that he lives in the D.C. area, so there might have been someone there like, 
Well, he just said he goes that, three times a day, so I'm sure that's at first they probably thought he was like, trying to rob the Tim place, but now they just okay. I, I will not ask for a selfie with Tim Kirchner. Oh, you've got to find crying. that. You've got to find that. I, I'm really looking forward to July, and Big Poppy, this has to be the largest disparity in size ever between a baseball player that is inducted by the writers and the writer that goes in because – Poppy might have 200 on me going in, but he, and he's a foot taller than me, so we'll have a good time together. Hey, he's going to have some fun with that speech. That's going to be great, so check that out. Come July, we only got four minutes before we uh, before we let you guys run and uh, let your son go to bed so he can do his you know day job. Uh, but, Tim, give us the team that you feel like in free agency or you feel like they're on the cusp of, of kind of getting there and making a deep run to the World Series. Fingers crossed we have a season. Right. Well, the most interesting team so far, and of course, we're so far done. Uh, cl- uh, we have so much more free agency right. to go because there's so many good players still out there. Freddie Freeman, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, they're everywhere. But the Mets have done the most for me. They they added Max Scherzer. So now we've got Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer. When those two guys are right, you, you can't put the ball in play against them. That's how good they are when they're right. Plus, they added a third baseman, they added a left fielder, they added a center fielder, and they added Buck Showalter, who's a great manager. He's not a good manager. He's a great manager, and he will clean up whatever was missing there. I think they're the most interesting team at the moment. Now, we'll see what the Yankees do to go get a shortstop. We'll see what the Dodgers do to get a shortstop or someone else now mm-hmm. that Corey Seager has left. So there's a lot more to go, and that's, again, why this time right now is really being wasted. Right. We keep saying, oh, we're not missing any games. Nobody's losing any money. This is critical time to put your rosters together, and teams are just not being able to. We're all frozen right now. That's why we have to bring an end to this. But right now, I like where the Mets are, and I think it'll be really fun to watch them, especially with Buck Showalter in charge. Yeah. Uh, Buck Showalter, I mean, what he did with the Orioles, you know, coming in and taking them over and getting them to playoff contention, that was that was really impressive in the in the recent years. And then MVP-wise, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll show some graphics here. Tim's not going to understand them. Um <laughs> Uh, Shohei Otani is your favorite Mike Trout. So Tim plus 300 means you bet a hundred bucks. You get 300 back and you get your initial investment. Uh, so anyone on this list that, that you think, you know, or off the list, who are, who's a player that you are really looking forward to maybe making a jump this year? Well, Mike Trout's the best player in baseball. Let's be clear about that. So everyone else on that list has a chance to be really good. That Matt Olson guy there at 30 to 1, he's going to win an MVP someday. He's a great defensive first baseman. He has tremendous power. And last year, he did something that so few players did. He said, Look, I'm tired of striking out so much. I'm going to do something about this. And he cut his strikeout rate, and his power went up. It is so encouraging to see a player make a conscious decision that I can do better than this. I don't have to strike out this many times and still be a really good player. Matt Olson's really, really good, and he's going to win an MVP before he's done. Right. Yeah, Sean just took that note down. I yeah. think he oh, that's so right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I write down everything. Sean coach. takes down. Sean just coach. takes everything. Notes. Gets written down. We we have uh, yeah we have a, a a stenographer over there in uh, in. Sean. <laughs> I wish we had more time because I want which one of the teams that are kind of like. Blue Jays, A's, you know, kind of have a lot of good pieces, but maybe we're missing something last year that has the best chance of putting it all together. 
Well, the Blue Jays are really good. Their young players are really on the way. Vlad Guerrero is ridiculously good. Bo Bichette, they're everywhere. And they'll be in the playoffs this year, I think, because I think we're going to go to 12 playoff teams next year, maybe even 14. So we're going to see more playoff teams, not fewer playoffs. Ten seconds. you got to do it quick, Jeff. Plug the event, please, one more time. That's right. Thursday night. The SpaceLV.com, an evening with Tim Kirkshin raising money. 100% of proceeds going to the ALS Association, talking baseball with one of baseball's best. Tim Kirkshin, Jeff Kirkshin, going in the Hall of Fame. It's a nightcap here on VEASAN. Man. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max.